Thank you for visiting us on the Fells Corner Podcast. My name is D, and that other guy named OG, where we talk about entertainment, news, and all of the above. jobs and freedom, but we have nothing to be proud of, but hundreds and thousands of our brothers are not here, but they're receiving starvation wages or no wages at all. Those who have said be patient and wait, we must say that we cannot be patient. We do not want our freedom gradually, but we want to be free now. The time will come when we will not confine our march into Washington. We will march through the South, through the streets of Jackson, through the streets of Danville, through the streets of Cambridge, through the streets of Birmingham. We must say, wake up, America, wake up, for we cannot stop, and we will not and cannot be patient. Welcome, fellas. Uh, what you just heard right there was uh, John Lewis, uh, may he rest in peace, uh, a great man, a great congressman uh, out of the state of Georgia. So what you just heard was actually John Lewis, one of the keynote speakers and uh, one of the greatest speeches in American history, the I Have a Dream speech by Martin Luther King, you know, may he rest in peace. Uh, John Lewis, uh, the thing about John Lewis is I think a lot of people don't know uh, a lot about him. You know, we know about Martin Luther King, we understand what Malcolm X uh, stood for with the Nation of Islam, uh, you know, the marches and everything. But John Lewis was right there by Martin Luther King, you know, a man that sacrificed his life. Uh, from what I read, he got arrested over 40 times, you know, beaten, you know, bloodied, you know, to make sure that blacks had an equal rights in voting, uh, civil justice for everybody. Uh, just a great, great American person. Uh, may he rest in peace. How you doing today, D? Let me be honest with you. Feel a little tired. Every time I go on Facebook, I always see the same type of people. Tired. Every time we talk about Black Lives Matter, they rebuttal with us with like Chicago killings. Trump saying it's more whites killed than black people. Like that's some Medal of Honor. When I say Black Lives Matter, people say all lives matter. And I'm just tired of all the ignorance in America, man. That's not saying... That, you know, no life matter. But, you know, until black life matter, you cannot fix America. I could tell you a story of a lot of races that occurred from 11 to, all the way to now. I remember when I was in college, I had to fight somebody to say an N-word. So at the end of the day, it is there. People can't be ignorant with the problem that we have in America. No matter what, you could be with someone. You could be, you could be walking down the street. And I feel like black people being judged every single day. And, you know, John Lewis is one of those people who is trying to fix the cause. I do see the light at the end of the tunnel, if you think about it, because all these protesting march, I'm starting to realize the younger white kids are helping out a lot. Yep. Because, you know, at the end of that, you know, when they're the older ones, they, they it's, it's almost like they're trying to keep their life the way they are. Think about how Drew Brees feels. Mm -hmm. Think about who actually voted for Trump who actually voted for a lot of Republicans is never, and it's never the young people. Mm -hmm. It's always the same over 40, over 40 white men, white women, because they just don't want to change. And I understand that a lot of people have that situation where they, you know what? It didn't happen to me. It's not going to happen now. Mm -hmm. That was so long ago. That was millions of years ago. But guess what? As a 30 year old black man, 33 year old black man, it's still happening. And I could tell you this right now. I always, always see the news. And the first light they pick on black people is that we're murderers, that we're angry. We got an angry black queens. We're angry black men, black kings. And that's just not right. Mm -hmm. So, as I said before, we're going to discuss a lot of things today. Now, I can't, can't not discuss what happened over the weekend with Kanye West. I'm, what I'm going to do, I'm going to actually, you got anything with OG before I play this clip? Uh, no, no, you said everything that uh, a lot of people think in their heads. You know, uh, sometimes ignorance begets ignorance, 
you know, especially if you're over 40, but it's the young kids nowadays that seem to have their own mind and then they decide what's right and what's wrong, not what others say what's right and wrong because they're going way back to ignorance days. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to play a clip with Kanye West right now and to see if I could try to give you some light. That's right there. Just didn't make no sense. <laughs> Kanye is being Kanye. Wild Wild West, I say. No matter how Wild Wild West it is, at the end of the day, this is a black man. And I don't know what happened. In the, in the beginning, he used to be all about pro-black. Yep. Then all of a sudden, he had a tax problem. And now he's just totally uh, loving Trump, loving everything mm-hmm. that goes mm-hmm. against everything mm-hmm. the black community goes against. And you would think it's like the, the black community... That he's from, right? You know, uh, from Chicago, predominantly black, right? You know, you would think he would be around people that he knows uh, the struggles that they went through that he was able to see right right in front of him, right? Right in front of him. Right? You know, uh, the shoes that he promotes, right? And I know he got to deal with Gap now, you know, so he's promoting it to, like, pretty much the black community because they're the ones that has been supporting him since he was just up and coming, college dropout, you know? So I don't get it. I always say with these celebrities, it's almost like a told you so moment. Mm. Every time we get a Kanye West in the world, a Candace Owens in the world, mm. a conservative twins in the world, the other side say, I told you so. It's almost like they don't understand what they're doing to their own nation. Yeah. So I always say they're this. Blinded. You know, they're blinded, ignorant of how it goes. I always say, as I said before, the whole rebuttal, Chicago killings. Like it's almost as if there's no white on white killings too. They just think it's all black on black killings. So I said before, you know, people, you know, money is the root of all evil. And most of these cats are just doing it for the money. Mm-hmm. And I don't care what anyone says. There's no way Kanye West announcing president run is not going to hurt the cause. Regardless of you like Biden, Trump, him announcing that he's going to go president, it just don't make no mm-hmm. sense. It's going to split the vote, like mm-hmm. I thought. Mm-hmm. And I and I say those three, those three characters, Biden, Trump, and, and Kanye, mm-hmm. It's almost like their mental state is the same. Mm-hmm. But we had experiment for four years with the same guy. Experiment for That's four right. years. That's right. And I don't know if it's... It, I don't think we're better. We're nowhere better. No. At least, uh, no matter what you think about Obama, I would say at least he gave us some type of hope. Mm-hmm. The other day, I actually looked on YouTube, and his, his speeches are amazing. Yeah. I'm, and I'm two two days later, mm-hmm. all of a sudden I'm hearing Trump. It just don't make no sense. No, he just doesn't. Uh, <laughs> speaking of that, I don't know if this is exactly true. Uh, I didn't hear. No, I did hear it. I did hear him say he said something where uh, Biden and um, uh, Obama uh, quit testing uh-huh. <laughs> midway to yep. through his term. He said quit testing midway to his yeah. term. I didn't know that yeah. Corona. I, I didn't know that either. <laughs> Co Cov nineteen <laughs> is two thousand nineteen. Uh, from what I heard, yeah. I thought I thought I knew yeah. Obama left in two thousand sixteen. Yeah, I thought so, so too. They, they quit everything yeah. he does. He blames other Correct. people. He's deflecting. Exactly. And then. Soon as you talk about it on on Facebook, mm-hmm. they have so much excuses. Mm-hmm. They have so many people just say, you know what, he didn't mean to do it. They 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 have excuses. more more time defending the guy than just to fix it. We also, as I said before, if you say, you know, I'm not a racist, I'm not saying you're a racist, but you're hanging out with racist people. That's right. Point blank. And that's a, people tell me to to unfollow the the Trump supporters. At the end of the day, I'm not gonna unfollow. I'm gonna wait till November and see mm-hmm. exactly because I always tell people, are you gonna really risk your friendship for four years of one man? Are you? Think about it. Are you gonna really risk your friendship for four years of one yeah, man? If somebody is ignorant enough to say, "Hey, you're wrong," then you can turn around and do the same. Yeah, this topic has always been a little touchy topic. I'm trying not to make it political, but you know what? Let's go to the next topic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, great point. Great point there. Um, so you ready? We ready for basketball? Uh, oh yeah, I'm ready for basketball. I'm definitely ready for basketball. It's been too long, way, way, way too long since uh they had like kind of you know what do they call it like a hiatus layoff layoff. You know, it's just uh it's it's suspended. The season was suspended. It wasn't mm-hmm. canceled, but now it's going to be on suspended. I think July 31st. Uh, it's going to be back on TV. I can't wait. You know, uh, you got uh. uh I, 
Uh, I'm gonna. I'm saying Lakers. Yeah, I'm going with Lakers. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be Clippers, yeah. man. Uh, Still thinking about like, Lakers for some reason. Yeah. I know you like the Clippers. I know you think that at the end of the day, the claw. You know, the claw. <laughs> you know, I think that. Um, I think LeBron is just too too good. You know, I like LeBron. I'm he, not gonna say I like. You know, I didn't like him when he was in Miami. I do like him now, but I didn't like him. When I he didn't was like Miami. him in Miami either. Yeah, for some reason he had the villain it's ignorance. Yeah, it's he, ignorance. He was the villain at the time. Everybody needs a villain though. Uh, yeah, everybody needs a villain. I agree, but he his ignorance just just was a turnoff. I would say big turnoff at, at the time. Big turn off. You know, and uh, I like D Wade. Yeah, I like D Wade too. Yeah, I like, I like D Wade too. Yeah, Chris Bosh, yeah, you could do it out, but yeah, I could kill us. Yeah, yeah kill us about Chris Bosh. Yeah, you know I mean? I'm but not a fan either way. Believe it or not, the reason why a lot of people, a lot of the big stars, didn't want to come back, mm-hmm. it was because of social justice. Yes, that's so right. That's it was right. social justice. Yeah. Obviously, Corona was a big deal too, mm-hmm. but a big one is called social justice. That's right. Obviously. Yeah. NBA is predominantly black, mm-hmm. NFL is predominantly black, mm-hmm. and it's one of those things that a lot of people did not want to come back for social mm-hmm. justice. Mm-hmm. So I, my question to you, who's your top athlete mm-hmm. for social justice? Uh, well, first, first thing I want to say that, um, I, you know, I'm sure they're not listening right now, but yeah, I'm really, really proud of a lot of different athletes that uh, decided to take the, the, the approach and say, hey, we have something to say, and I don't care about my, my bank account, you know? You know, Malcolm Brogdon, you know, uh, you know, he hit the street and he was out there ready to say, hey, th- what's going on is not right. So uh, Dwight Howard, you know, he said, you know, it's a different approach, but he pretty much was saying that right now we can't play basketball because it's going to kind of water down the message. I respect that. You know, he's trying to say that the message is more important than yep. the game, which it is 100%. And he said that, you know, the game can't, you know, take over, the, you know, what the message is, you yeah. know. But and as, as I said, rest in peace, uh, Brianna Taylor. That's right. Nessie Gillen, mm-hmm. Armand Arbery, mm-hmm. George Floyd. Absolutely. Everyone who lost the struggle for police and mm-hmm. injustice mm-hmm. and also racism and bigotry. Yeah. And um, now to kind of piggyback off uh, your question, um, there's been a lot of, and this kind of also goes back to John Lewis, you know, very influential uh, through his ears, uh, advocating, you know, for civil justice. Uh, there's a lot of athletes that do the same thing, you know, and I would probably say uh, not in order, not in order. So who's your top five? Well, my top five, and like I said, not in order. I'm going to start off with, i probably say, and and some people will push back on this one, but I'm start, I think Michael Jordan is in that list, you know. And, and here's the thing, and, and this is where, you know, I'm sure we'll both agree on the next game name on the list, Muhammad Ali. But, of course. But Muhammad Ali, the, the way that he invoked uh, justice is that some people can do it by actions. Yep. Some people can do it by words. And Muhammad did both. both. And I think what with Michael Jordan, he I think he did it by actions more than words. You know, I don't I tell you with Michael Jordan, I don't know about but he is in the top five, too, as, yeah. as well for me. But I think he did it by more hope than actions. Because as I said before, he haven't really did anything for the black community in a long time. I think recently he started seeing the injustice and he he put mm-hmm. up over $100 million with the Jordan brand. That's right. But in the beginning, I remember, especially if a lot of people watched The Last Dance, mm-hmm. he it was a, a prominent election year for North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And he, all he had to do was show face. Mm-hmm. This guy said no. And he said white people buy his sneakers too. That's right. That yeah. kind of turned me off. He wasn't mm-hmm. going to be on my top five. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people you could you could put above him on my top five. Mm-hmm. But I remember that. at the end of the day, it's all about hope. Mm-hmm. You know? And a lot of people, is when you go in the hood, you, most a lot of people say you got to play basketball or rap. Mm-hmm. So seeing a guy like him playing basketball and being so dominant mm-hmm. kind of led the way for LeBron James, led the way for all Kobe Bryant's in the world, yeah. The, yeah. all the other person in the Absolutely. world that say, ambitions. you know what, ambition. So we oh, say, yeah. you know what? He's one of the best. He is. He is. Um, but here's the thing that I think a lot of us don't see is that uh, what Michael Jordan did beyond the fact that, you know, he gave us hope. He did. He said, you know, we looked at him and we said, hey, here's a, a kid just like any of us from the streets, you know, growing up to play basketball. And then he went on to own a company. Right. Yeah. And yeah. he became like the main figure in the biggest you know, brand of all time, you know, Jordan or, or Nike sneakers, right? But what he also did that a lot of us don't get to see is that he was actually able to put a lot of black figureheads in Nike. You know, he was actually able to say, hey, I don't want to just work for you, Nike, and then promote my brand. I want you to do other things with me as well. And then that's where other players started to come into the mix as well, other black athletes. And then there was other black figureheads, you know, that was able to get prominent roles in nike you know the now i might i might have to draw back on that one too because obviously one of the big reasons i feel 
I still have my top five, but you know, Nike is one of those people. They, it's all about marketing with them. And as I said before, NBA sales when it comes to marketing and merchandising, and obviously predominantly black. But he did. He did good. I'm not going to say he did good. Who's your next one? Let me just say that uh, I buy Jordans over Yeezys. Nah, I got my. I like Kawhi Leonard's. So, you know the New Balances. I'll uh, definitely buy over Yeezy though. First of all, Yeezy's too expensive for me. So yeah, they are expensive. Uh, well, the next one that I said uh, was Muhammad Ali. Of course, of course. Uh, probably, arguably, the the first superstar of athletics. You know, he not only uh, you know played the role. Yeah. <laughs> not only did he play the role, yeah, you know, he backed that up in the ring. You know, back it up. You know, if you think about it, he refused to fight for because he didn't want to go to Vietnam yes, War. Three years. Mm-hmm. A lot of people won't do that. Mm-hmm. Even though I, I commend NBA players for not cu- for not wanting to go in the bubble, but Three years of on it, out of his prime, mm-hmm. lost a lot of money, lost a lot of fights. He did. He could have. He could have been one. Of, he's still one of the greatest. But he, his legacy would have been even more mm-hmm. grown if he would have played. He lost three years in his prime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he pretty much said that I'm not gonna allow the government to to dictate the black men and put me at risk for my life and fight for you. When otherwise you're not going to treat me as you as an equal, you know. Yep. And he said, "I'm not going to do that." And 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 I think what's more power behind that is that not only did he do that when he was, you know, at the at the top of his game as a boxer, as a world champion, he did it right after. Um, I think he had Parkinson's. Uh, I think 1984. I think he, he was diagnosed with Parkinson's, yep. and then he still continued to the be fight, the and, fight. Yeah. Oh yeah. He and and he was impactful. You know, in in Utes, I, I one of the biggest things that I think he started, or he was a part of anyway, Make a Wish Foundation. He yep. was huge into that Special Olympics. You know, uh, he was just a, a big time advocate. You know, even after he wasn't he wasn't fighting, especially when he was uh, diagnosed. Yeah. You know? So we all say Michael Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. Although I still would put Muhammad Ali number one. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan would be number five mm-hmm. for me, but. I'm going to let you. Here's the other thing about uh, Muhammad Ali. I want to throw uh, one last part out there that I think this is uh, really interesting. Is that uh, his name, right? Muhammad Ali. So he was born Cassius Clay. And he said, you know, in one of the interviews you had, he said, you know, refer to me as Muhammad Ali. You know, Cassius Clay, that's my, that's not my name. That's what was I, what I was given as a slave name or, or that's where it came from. That's not my name. My name is now Muhammad Ali. <laughs> and I think I, I don't know if it was I think it was the match Against Sonny Liston I think Where in the match He kept saying What's my name I, I think it was Sonny Liston uh, But he kept saying What's my name What's my name What's my name Now for number three I, I have to say Jackie Robinson No matter how we put it To endure so much pain I'll tell you The guy used to slide In the home base They used to beat him up And as a black man I don't know if I could have Anyone beat me up Sign through home base As one of the more successful black athletes in the beginning he was one of the best i tell you they even they what they retired his jersey in 1997 he was part of the naacp no matter what he does he will always be one of the greatest and keep in mind to me mlb is not a black sport you probably have about 10 percent people in mlb and and they're african-american and there's a lot of racism in mlb so for him to go to that sport and be do really well with sports in, in mlb and actually endure all the pain, all the the humiliation, all the slaps, all the hits, all the names. Mm-hmm. He's number three for me. Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, correction on earlier, uh, I said it was Sonny Listen. It was actually Ernie Terrell. That's one that Muhammad Ali kept saying. Yeah. What's my name? What's my name? When he called him Cassius Clay instead of Muhammad Ali in a kind of pre-fight, you know, face to face. Jack, that's a good one. I like Jackie Robbins. That's a really good one. Um, what's what's the thing about Jackie Robinson is that if let's say he wasn't and and here's the thing, you got to kind of imagine right D mm-hmm. being a black man in this sport predominantly white you know oh, all white pretty much right oh, white was um, now was a, a Hispanic sport now oh yeah, yeah. of course yes yeah, change right they're, they're yeah. good at it, I tell you they yeah, Miguel better. Cabrera Mac Bell <laughs> uh, uh, Melky all of them but um shout out to Pedro Martinez I know that's your boy right no, that's not my boy yeah whatever. So anyway, so but imagine him, coaches of a white owners, everybody, you know, to to endure like any name calling, you know, getting hit with things, you know, rocks. Who knows what he was just getting thrown at him, still be managing to to say, you know what, like I have to do this for like my black people because he can turn around and say, you know what, I could lash out. 
you know, um, I could be violent. I could do everything, but then he can say, you know, then I'm going to ruin it for all, you know, future black athletes that um, will get into the game, like Willie Mays, you know, um, you know, Bobby Brown, uh, was it Bobby Bonds, you know, all these uh, Hank Aaron, you know, all these great black athletes that came after him, you know. Yeah, he he was one of the best. As I said before, I love that movie too. That's oh, Chad, with, Chad with Bozeman. Yeah, with the, that was a great yeah, movie. 42. I didn't see oh, that yeah. movie, but uh, it was it was a great movie. Right. All right, so the next one, in my opinion, it has to be LeBron James. For our era, LeBron James is one of the the lead fronts for the civil rights movement. Obviously, you could put CP3 in there with him. You could put Carmelo Anthony, but LeBron James is one of them, especially with the I Promise Academy. Um, no matter what, he always leads the charge. He is the face of the league at the moment. Obviously, I think Kawhi would be better, but he is the <laughs> face of the league at the moment, and you cannot deny what he's mean to our community. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a good one, but uh, I'm going to tower your your uh, LeBron with my Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I hear you with the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of people forget that, but in being in 2020, I think LeBron James should always be right now, at the moment. At the moment. At the moment. Because mm-hmm. the, the thing with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, he... If you think about it, he lead the front with, mm-hmm. he was with Muhammad Ali and he was with uh, Jim Brown when it comes to civil rights. Mm-hmm. And as I said before, at this moment, especially the, the way the, the climate is right now, LeBron James is going to be one of them. And I, as I said, it's not really a, 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 a top five or anything, even though we're no. supporting it. But I think LeBron James could be arguably one of the more influential people in this, in this moment. He'd been in NBA with for 19 years. And you think about it. Something like that from social injustice. Mm-hmm. I think at the probably when he goes down to retire and and God forbid he passes, he's gonna be in, on the forefront. He is, he is. Uh, but we still can't ignore the fact that the number one point score of all time is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. But at the end of the day, we're not worried about points. We're worried about civil rights. Right, but, we're talking, <laughs> so. yeah, we're talking, but we're talking influential, right? Influential. So that point's so influential because a lot of people don't put him as top five biggest players. So at the uh, end Kareem of the day. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Well, they don't probably, put a, that's probably a topic for another day, yeah. but he mm-hmm. is. He is. But So the thing is, uh, when, when you look at athletes, is that they have, and I think this is where LeBron gets a lot of credit, and 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 I think we said this with Michael Jordan, and, and, and well, more so with Muhammad Ali, is that you know during their playing years, is that they'll speak out, you know, they'll do that. Yep. Kareem Abdul didn't speak out as much during his playing years. He did it mostly after the fact. You know, he's a pre- presidential, um, I think, presidential freedom award winner. You know, that's something you need to commend. You know, same thing that Martin Luther King won. You know, that's that's highly important. I would say yep. he wrote a lot of books. He spoke. I, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, I don't know if you around here at the time, but back in 2017, he was actually he spoke at Brown. It was like on Channel 10. Uh, so like so he he speaks. You know he he's definitely for rights. He's able to come out whenever he can, and at his age, at, I don't know 78 or whatever he is at this point, to come out and speak. So the thing about LeBron, he's doing it as he's playing right now. And that you need to commend that because he's saying that I'm not just an athlete. I'm not going to just shut up and dribble. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm going to come out and speak what's on my mind. And I'm going to be the type of player that's going to speak on the injustice around the world and use, you know, my, uh, you know, uh, notoriety, you know, use like my power for good than just for the fact that I can make endorsements money. So I'll go with, I, I, I like, I like your Kareem. Abdul, I mean, I like your, your uh, LeBron over my Kareem, but I think Kareem is also in that list. So here's the thing about I feel about LeBron. He is basically everything what everybody wants to be right now. He came from a single parent household. He is, he loves his mother. Uh, came basically at 18 with all the world looking on his shoulders. And he he delivered. At the same time, he leads the movement for a lot of people. And that's why I commend him. Obviously, I think Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Honorable mention, obviously, we have a lot of honorable mention here as well. I always, if you put honorable mention, you got to put Jim Brown in there, mm-hmm. Arthur Ashe in there. You could you could put mm-hmm. that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Billie Jean, although, you know, she's not black, but she she's, for the woman, she's mm-hmm. one of the best as well. Mm-hmm. So I know that's going to be, I think, the gist of everything is. Jesse she, Owens. Jesse Owens, obviously, especially with Berlin. Um, Jesse sure. Owens is one of those things that if you – the way that Berlin is one of those uh, a place that at the time was very racist. Mm-hmm. So Jesse Owens white supremacy, in, well, white supremacy at his fullest. Mm-hmm. But he won four four medals yeah. against all in front of Hitler. Mm-hmm. It wasn't in front mm-hmm. of Hitler, right? 
So he it was he was a big influence. He was a big influence with a mm-hmm. lot of social justice. First time the I think it was the eleventh Olympic was televised. Yep, first time eleventh so, Olympics was televised. So to be able to to be on TV, the na- national, the world watching oh, yeah. in this country that pretty much looks at him and says, "You don't belong." You don't it, belong. Yeah. Just the same thing with Adia Gibson, first black woman in Wimbledon. Same. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, same exactly. Mm-hmm. Same. Joe Lewis was also Joe in Lewis, Berlin, so right. being yeah, yeah, Snelling. Yeah, that was one of those things they disapproving all the Aryan race. Mm-hmm. That was one of the big things. It was Charlie Sifford, mm-hmm. first golf winner of the UGA National Negro Open. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was inducted to the Hall of Fame in what 2004. So it was a lot of a lot of movement. But Bill Russell too. Bill Russell, Bill Russell. He, uh, he, he was in Boston. Too. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One of Boston, one of the oh, most racist it is. cities in the north, world. Oh, yeah. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah. One thing about the north, and I would say, at least the south, you can see the racism. Mm-hmm. North is is kind of hidden. They won't yeah. tell you. It's like yeah, the, they won't it's tell the, you. The, the the evil you don't see versus evil that you do see, right? Man, but as I said, we got influential, but you also have not influential, and I tell you. Ah, oh, that's that's the list because yeah. you know, like it, it's kind of like that. That if just because you don't say anything doesn't mean that you're not part of the problem. Sometimes you are part of the problem because all you're doing you're turning your eye yep. to to the injustice, to the you know, just kind of looking away at something that you can otherwise impact. Yeah. I think you know the first one I'm going to put has got to be Tom Brady. Regardless of how Good you feel, cause, hey, six time championship, I get it, but he. As I said, you if you sleep with the duck, you talk <laughs> like the duck, guess what? You a duck. And you sleeping with Tr- Donald Trump. And I How's get it. One? I get it. A lot of people don't understand. He had well, the hat, I Sooner, he had the hat. And I, no matter what, you could, if you look at the t- climate right now, everybody's speaking up. And he's one of the more influential, especially up in up north. He mm-hmm. does not say one word. Mm-hmm. One word, and he loved Donald Trump, I tell mm-hmm. you. I don't know if it was tax breaks, but he loved Donald Trump. Yeah, he he's one of those. I always will put him in that list. I was gonna put Drew Brees, but you know what? Drew Brees, the problem with Drew Brees, he's he all about his uh, his he's all about his belief, yeah. and he did a lot for the New Orleans community. Community, but yeah, yeah. his ignorance is really mm-hmm. the problem with Hurricane me. Hurricane Katrina. Oh uh, yeah, he his ignorance is really the big big problem with me. He does not see it, and is he put in? He's in a category of, of the white folks who don't want to see it. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. Now, uh, to your point, uh, when he said what he said, like in that news, and then uh, like Michael Thomas, a lot of ath- other athletes came out and said, hey, you still don't get it. LeBron said the same thing. You still don't get it. And then he was able to come out a couple of days later and apologize, if I'm not mistaken. You only, he apologized. Got, you only apologized because you got caught. Yeah, caught. That's right. That's right. But he came out and said, hey, I understand now. I get it. You know, it's not necessarily like turning your back on, on military. It's what that flag stands for you know so it's he he's acknowledging that what he did was was wrong i would say this military i have a sister who's in the military she's in the air force but keep in mind back in the day how the military was they used to put black people in the front lines because they they was like the pawns Mm -hmm. and a lot of people forget how chess was how chess played but they're pawns pawns, so even if his father and his grandfather had great time in the military when they go home Black people wasn't suggest they still as a black man in America. There's still a black man in America, mm-hmm. no matter what. You could take you have to take that uniform off. You can't take away your skin color. Mm-hmm. So redlining, obviously the grants they they used to have the grants and they used to supposed to be for the military, but it was only for the white folks. Mm-hmm. So the way that he is blinded by exactly what happened in the military, I wanted to put him on that list. He's gonna be still on my bottom list, but you know what? It, it, it is what it is with him. You just got to get taught. Yep. Now, this one might be controversial, but I think the next one got to be t- Tiger Woods. So Tiger Woods Tiger is Woods. one of those things that I say he don't even think of himself as black. And a lot of people, you could say all you want, he doesn't think of himself as black. I like your answer. So he got like he got answer. his, you could get all the accolades, first black this, first yeah. black that, but he does not see himself as That's black. That's a good one. So, and I would say, I'm, I'm going to give you a little, not, a little conclusion or a little summary about golf. Golf is not a black sport. It's really about a rich, you have to be rich for that. Because mm-hmm. if you think about it, the reason why basketball and football is such a popular sport to the mm-hmm. African-American community, because mm-hmm. it's easy to play. It's cheap. You know, yeah, you can just go outside. 
Go outside, get a ball, and that's Throw it. it around. But with a golf, you have to buy the club. Mm-hmm. You have to travel all over the place. It's expensive. Mm-hmm. And obviously, the, the, the poor poor community, you cannot afford golf. Not saying that we can't be great at golf. That's why you see some of the athletes, when they get rich, they'll go right to golf. Easy. I'll go right to golf, mm-hmm. and they're good at it. Yeah. So imagine if we had some money. You think we would be good at golf? I think we would. I, th- I think we would. Yeah. I think we would. But he don't. Practice. He doesn't consider himself black. And mm-hmm. it, the funny thing about it, every time he has a some type of interview, he first thing he says, Thailand. That's, he's half this, half that, quarter yeah. this. It mm-hmm. just don't make no sense for me. So I don't know. I don't know. It's just a little iffy for me. Mm-hmm. All right. So my next on this uh, bottom list uh, is Floyd Mayweather. Oh. You know. I, I kind of look at him. He's kind of like the opposite of what Muhammad Ali. Like you know, a disgrace. A, uh, I mean, a guy uh, so talented, you know, with that type of a fierce, you know, competitive, you know, mind, you know, to, to just do what he does, to have that kind of influential, like, backing from, from all communities to just not come out and say anything at any point that otherwise, especially, like, what, in the last, what, Seven, eight, nine months. I haven't heard from him. Nothing. Yeah, the guy, he's, you know? he's other than one when of a those. fight's coming out, you hear him come out. He promotes. You know, whether it's with Conor McGregor, or, you know, Pacquiao. That's the only time he comes out. All about the and money. Says something. He he's trying. He he'll try to say that he he give a lot to the community, but he doesn't give a lot to the community. I, he's given to the community the fact that he has like probably what nine or ten security guys, right? Yeah. You know, so that's given to the community. I know he owns a couple of strip clubs, so I understand. <laughs> nah, I don't know about that's a, that's community, what, I guess. Well, I, I mean, I guess that's what he means by that, right? He's employing people, so is that what that is? I mean, I'm not yeah, seeing him donating to the cause. You know, if he's not out there the speaking at a podium or you know out on Twitter or whatever, speaking his mind on injustice. But if he's not doing that, then what is he donating to the cause? Hey, whatever you know? cause he's doing, hey, listen, he, I tell you, he, I don't think he's a role model to anyone. Mm-hmm. I don't care. No one said he's not a role model. Mm-hmm. So whatever community he's donating to, let him donate to whatever he feels like. About. I mean, I, I just start a boys and girls club, yeah, right? Hey, well, you can't start a boys and girls club. Not with him. You can't read. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't read. Well, you could hire somebody. Yeah, right? you know, hire, hire you what? Yeah, he's you like try to use big words. Million, right? You ever see, you ever talk to him? And, well, not to, you ever seen his uh, interviews? He's trying to use big words. Nah, never. He not, don't understand not yeah. one word. That's so, right. so maybe he just got knocked too much in his head? Is no, he just didn't know how to read. He didn't uh, finish school. He uh, was just a fighter. So my next one, and this is this is as plain and simple, Nolan Ryan. One of the most racist pitchers out there in the world, I'll tell you. He does not like black people one bit. Now, he's considered the, the, the one of the best pitchers, but he doesn't like black people one bit. I don't even have to tell you anything about him. I would suggest that you do a little bit of research on Nolan Ryan. This guy do not even want to, At the time, Negroes was going straight to the league. He said he's going to hit them and hit them hard, I tell you. So Nolan Ryan is, is probably one of those places people I don't even want to speak of. He's, he's a spickle as a man, a great pitcher, but that doesn't, that doesn't ignore the fact that he was a racist. So, Nolan Ryan, forget it. Uh, I thank you for that. I didn't. I didn't know that. Uh, you educated me on that, uh, and it's sickening too when when you have a person that like just seems to divide themselves from a certain color or race. You know, uh, because why? Because they feel he's just inferior. You know, they you know both what? play the game that they love. They all practice. They enjoy the game. So, you know, why separate himself from the others? Right, just because somebody else looks different. I mean, so I think that's what it is. So, out of this topic, I got a little bonus topic for you, OG. Bring it. So, I was listening to a lot of podcasts the other day. And it was a podcast that, I'm not going to mention the the name of the podcast. But it was a pro-black podcast. But it was pro-black woman podcast. Okay. So, one of her her answers was, well, one of her questions was, why should they not protest black men? So, it's it's basically a podcast saying, woman is the best, black woman is the best, and we should never, ever Protect the black men. And, you know, it kind of hurt me because at the end of the they day. They should not. Not protect the black men. Okay. So it kind of hurt me because I do understand because we have a lot of black queens that's for the fight. I tell mm-hmm. you, they, they take care of us. They take care of the kings. But black, I feel that I protect all the black queens because no matter what, black queen, to me, black the men could be the head of the household, but the queen is the neck. Right. We can't move until they move. Yep. So my thing is. This she was going at us. She did not. She said black men don't protect them. Black men do not do anything for them. Mm-hmm. Black men talk down on. And I, and I know a lot of people. Mm-hmm. They 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 actually look at the the music videos and think that every black man is like that. 
And I always have to tell people, music no, videos, that's wrong. That's we, wrong. we are not like that. Black uh, men are not like see, that. Uh, that. That's so wrong. That's so wrong because there's so much attention put on music videos that this is how somebody... You know, let's say in this case, this is how a black man treats a black woman. This is how the the black man is. You know, what what about what about uh, movies, right? You know, isn't there like movies out there that depict a, a white person as a certain type, right? You know, yep. like how's that any different? Like you can look at movies and say, oh, that's a movie. That's not real. It's written. And then you look at a music video, be like, that's how what it is. That's reality. No, that's not right. I if th- if this girl, this woman, you know, is going off on this is uh, how I feel. I mean, that's how she feels. I understand. I disagree. You know, if if you know, maybe just like who she is and and how she approaches people and then that's the response you're right you know that's how somebody will retaliate if you come up to a person and you're going to come out ignorant you know you know right to the point sometimes they're going to react the same way and it is what it is you know i I have a feeling it was when she was young she it might have been a lot of people didn't have the preference and then she listen i love my black queens no matter how it is i love my black queens i dated every single race out there and and i love my black queens Mm -hmm. so i think what happened is when she she was young she she liked a lot of the black men and it's i don't know if it was rejection or it's just but you got to keep in mind people have their preferences Mm -hmm. whether it's a light black queen dark black queen they have their preferences Mm -hmm. and you can't that, just like every woman's not the same, every man's not the same. Mm-hmm. So I always say, you know, if you love, love, love someone, love is love. Just love them, mm-hmm. regardless of what skin color you have. Now, personally, as I said before, I would like to talk to her, but obviously I'm, I don't want to message her. I don't want to tell her yeah. that because, mm-hmm. you know, it's a lot of people on her uh, her mm-hmm. messages saying the same exact same thing, thing yeah, that I'm saying. Yeah, I got so you. It just, Mm-hmm. I always say you you want to be in a situation that you mm-hmm. uplift everyone. Mm-hmm. Black queens, black kings uplift each other. Because mm-hmm. if you're not pro-black, then who is? Yeah. As I said, we don't want that uh, that I told you so moment. We have a lot of Candace O's in the world. We have a lot of conservative twins in the world. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of people who does a lot of self-hate. Mm-hmm. So we don't want to promote that. And I, I get it, the cause, the, the Black Lives Matter, if it's not your cause because you have some type of conspiracy there with it, at the end of the day... We got to protect ourselves because yeah. no one else will going to protect us. Yeah, th- this is the time where we just need to join together, right? Have one voice, be on the same page, and and look at it as if, like, you know, we can't divide by saying that I oppose this person or this person because of this and whatever it may be. Because at the end of the day, all you're doing is just kind of throwing credence to, to what some others are saying, right? Exactly. Exactly, it's a I told you so moment. Yeah, I told you so. I yeah. can tell you this. I, one thing I noticed, I, I was saw in a video of, uh, it was a black lady who was smudging the whole Black Lives Matter painting in front of the Trump Tower. Mm-hmm. And soon as you see it, you, you go right onto her, her Instagram. Yeah. Every white person agree with her. Say, really? hey, oh yeah, they was say, oh, you're American. I guarantee if she's, I guarantee if she didn't do it, they wasn't gonna say she's American. Yeah. So that exactly type of speaking and the type of rhetoric, if you say it, mm-hmm. that's what they agree with because they want yeah. that "I told you so" moment. It's that it's that ignorance that begets ignorance. Exactly. Yeah. We don't want to "I told you so" moment. I'd hate the "I told you so" moment. <laughs> I love being black. I love my kids that are black. Yeah. I love every. And as I said before, one, two of my kids are half half black, half white. But it was one of those things. That I saw one of my my youngins. Mm-hmm. He has a Snapchat, mm-hmm. and he's light as can be. And he on his Snapchat, he made himself dark. Hey, I black. love that because no matter oh, yeah. what, if you. you if you get stopped over and pulled over mm-hmm. on that license, they don't have a mix. They have black or white. Well, that's what I was going to say. You're black. You know, even if you're like one-tenth black and nine-tenth white, you're still black. You're black they no matter what. That. You're black no matter what. And then sometimes you, you got to understand, mm-hmm. it, it is some type of injustice in this world, regardless of how you feel. Mm-hmm. And ignorance is not the way of solving anything. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm so happy that the young, the Generation Zs mm-hmm. of the world, they're, they're starting yeah. to realize it. Because at the end of the day, the... The ones that's over 40, it's, it's, it's kind of too late for mm-hmm. them because I don't the, think it's ever going to happen. Yeah, those are the ones that uh, they're set in their ways. Mm-hmm. Their, their minds can't be changed. Yep. And if anything else, all they want to do is almost like impact the, the younger kids thinking. They don't want that conversation. Mm-hmm. They don't want that conversation about black and white because at the end of the day, you know, they forget that uh, so most of the most of the slaves actually helped them grow the kids. Mm-hmm. So they don't want that conversation. If you think about it, you – 
<laughs> you really think someone in the slave plantation, the the, the mother's gonna cook? No. Who you, th- who you think was cooking? So, so <laughs> if if they weren't, if uh, for two hundred years plus, if they were there doing their own cooking, yep. raised their own kids, who's to say they would actually be that much better? Exactly. They wouldn't be. And yeah, they can't cook. I tell you, some people can't no. cook. <laughs> as I said before, as I love being back, pro black all the way. Um, obviously, in November is gonna be one of those situations that we gotta see. I just don't want no four more years of this. Four more years. No. As I said before, is it really worth it losing friends for four years of one man? If somebody's like I said earlier, if somebody's gonna look at you a certain way, you can look at them back the same way. So if let's say somebody does doesn't align with your views, you know, it's like friends, you know, sometimes you, know, you lose friends along the way. You know, they might have been good for this point to this point because you guys had uh, the same interests, common goals. You know, a lot of similar, you know, you know, ambitions and whatnot. And then along the way, things change. Right. And you go a certain way. They go. They go a certain way. You know, and if somebody's not doesn't align with your beliefs and your goals to what you feel is the the right movement and and they feel like their movement is different and better then you, you get them out of the out of the way. Right. Yeah. I'll tell you, I just don't get it. There's a lot of craziness that's going on in the world. And I don't want to add to the craziness. I mean, you know what? I still, you still get so mad about that Kanye West situation. Mm-hmm. Now he is, he is not for the mm-hmm. call. I tell you, and Chance the Rapper, birthday he said party. They, I think oh, that's what he was calling it. Ah, birthday party. Yeah. Because every time, every time they vote for him, is his birthday party. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, he, well, he it's, said it's, he was going to give everybody a million dollars if they have kids. I, I, I didn't read that, but yeah. I, I know. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah like, I'm sure that's going to happen. Yeah, that guy is crazy. But I then again, well, like, what uh, didn't he have like that beef? I think with Ty, with. Was it Taylor Swift? I think way back. It's way and back, but it's so, not, I mean, no, so, it's not so, a beef. That's a more market employee. Oh yeah, but I'm saying this this goes way back. So this is not like this is just who he is. You know, he's like mentally deranged, right? You know, it's well, they saying that it, right? they saying that he has an episode at the moment. They saying it's some type like of mental episode. breakdown. Mental breakdown at the moment, and I don't know if it's a mental breakdown. But if he has a mental breakdown, why are why anybody giving him a mic? Because it's just a <laughs> lot of craziness. Why anybody giving that guy a mic? It just it don't make no sense to me. So if, if this is the case, let me ask you: Would you uh, do you, you have anything Adidas? You know what? I got some Adidas. I don't know if I'm. Uh, you say get rid of Adidas? I'm not saying get rid of Adidas, but like if uh, if this continue, well, then again, I guess he's only making money off Yeezys solely, right? Nothing. Yeah. Because he doesn't really promote Adidas. He just promotes just Yeezys. Just Yeezys. Okay. Although I, I have some stocks in Gap, and I'm so mad right now because it's yeah. down because of his it's little down? rhetoric. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's down right now. Lie. He said that uh, unless they put him on the board, he's gonna walk with the the Gap deal. What? Oh yeah, oh yeah. He, I don't know he if that's have a, that kind of power. Anyway. He thinks he has that power, but he could. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they signed the deal. They might have signed the deal already. So I don't know if he could walk. But that's a that's a big, big, big uh, news. I'll tell you right now. I'm not going to get to pay 120 dollars for a t-shirt. Well, it's supposed to be cheaper. Yeah. Uh, well, 90. Is that no, no. Gap, Gap is cheap. No, we're talking about the the Kanye brand. No, it's going to be cheap. Uh, so oh. one thing he had a vision. Yeah. Saying that everything is more affordable. At first, when he he created Yeezys, he didn't want it to be $150 to $200. He wanted everybody to do it. But obviously, supply and demand made it a little higher. So he has a vision. I get it. I get the vision he has. But he, as I say, I don't think he's on me expect because Gap, Gap is failing right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for, for all your listeners out there, like uh, go, on, uh, go on our Twitter page. It's Fellas Podcast at Twitter. And, also uh, going on to our Instagram page at Fellas Podcast. Uh, yeah, Fellas Corners Podcast on Instagram. Yeah. Fellas Corners Podcast on Twitter. And tell us whether or not you'll buy the gap if uh, Kanye keeps up with this uh, his antics. I don't know. I, I know I just put some money in gap. That's mm-hmm. all I care about. Uh, yeah, but you, you're going to have to, <laughs> it's for you to make that money. People got to buy stuff. See, I'm, as I said, I'm a loyalist. So uh, when it comes to clothing, so jeans have to be Levi's and the shirts have to be Target. <laughs> no matter how you do it, the shirts have to be Target, jeans have to be Levi's. I got you. So, right now, if uh, one of your sons said, Hey, dad, can we go to Gap? I want to get this shirt. You're going to tell him, Turn around and go back the other way? Well, they, Gap is have, always have good deals. They do? They always have good uh, deals. They, they're cheap. They, you don't have to go crazy. If you go shop at Banana Republic, that's when it's expensive. Uh, Banana Santa, Republic's I, expensive. You ever, you ever, no, no. y'all? You never see, you never shop. What, what's your favorite? Do you ever go to Banana Republic? Uh, no. Nah, I mean, usually I get stuff online. You know, I got like Nike stuff usually directly from Nike's website. 
uh, free shipping. You know, do that. Free shipping. Uh, but if you go to Old Navy and Gap, they got free shipping. Old Navy, too. I know you can get good deals. But Old Navy's Gap. I, that's how, actually yeah. I was gonna say that. I I felt Old Navy. I mean, uh, Gap owns Old Navy, right? Gap owns Old Navy. Yeah. So it's just Target, a the, Target is linked somehow with Target. No, Target is a totally different company. That's a retailer. I know it's a retailer, but no, I'm talking They're not about linked. No way. No uh, way happening. <laughs> no such thing as Target link with Gap. That's a retailer no, compared no, I to that. Like maybe ownership group. Only no, the Target is a retailer. Gap is a clover line. There's no way they link. No, I, I, you're probably right. Yeah, yeah. It, it makes sense. It would make it, it don't make sense. But actually, if you think about it, that's like Walmart <laughs> not going to sell their clothes because they have Gap in there. You know, is that Walmart is supposed to be a budget friendly? Target's supposed to be like a little bit more high end, budget friendly. Yeah, yeah, but definitely. Yeah, Gap yeah. is a totally different. They have Gap, Old Navy, and Banana Banana Republic. But they, I'm losing money now because of that thing. I tell you, Kanye just messed the whole internet up with his little Harriet Tubman didn't sleep free slaves. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, his, <laughs> so do you think he believes stuff like that? Or he's just doing it just for the kicks, you know? Just to he's get? when he, I think he rambling, and when he start doing his rants, it doesn't make sense. It's just he doesn't know how to articulate <laughs> his words. It just doesn't make sense. It almost sounds like someone I know named Trump. <laughs> it sounds just like they best friends. Hey, they most likely are best friends. You know what I think too, and this is and it might be a conspiracy theory, but Kanye West was so pro black before college, what at college dropout and everything like that. As soon as he had this tax problem, he was all for Trump. And I'm thinking that they must have did some type of tax break. It has to be a tax break. Why he started going crazy with Trump? Mm-hmm. You don't think so? Uh, I, yeah, it has to be, especially like when you're making that kind of money. I mean, right now he's worth what 1.3 billion dollars. You know, the 1.3 or 1.6. Maybe he's at one point six now, but he's so he's just climbed up that that Forbes list right easily mm-hmm. to one point six billion at this point, and I'm sure along the way, you know, where his no, uh, one point three billion, one point three, okay, so one point three, so but he's climbed his way from somewhere around six hundred million like a few years ago to that much now, and you can't attribute that just based on him just getting uh, the Yeezy brand because I mean Adidas just promotes it as hell. They they continue, so I'm sure there's some some tax breaks along the way, right? It sells, it sells a lot, though. I can tell you that right now. It sells a lot. Uh, enough of Kanye. Yeah, what about that Tory Lane situation? How's that? Bring me up. Oh, oh, oh you talking yeah. about uh, Megan the Stallion? Megan the Stallion, that entanglement. Oh, uh, uh, so do you think he? You think uh, he shot her? Uh, he. I don't know if he was the liquor so? involved. He's trying to say it's an accident, but he so he her. did that. He shot. Her. I don't think he meant to. Because she, she, you know, obviously she's not going to snitch and say that. He's the one that did it, but if they are hanging out, right? And I think one of the other Kardashian was, was there, a, right? It was uh, uh, Kim's like the youngest. Kim Young's it wasn't. It wasn't Chloe. It was uh, Chloe. Uh, Kylie Jenner. Kylie, yeah, yeah. So the, the is that the youngest or second? Youngest? That's the youngest. Okay, so 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 those two and him, they're all chilling, right? All in the car, and then what? An argument comes out. I saw the video, and you see. Well, he didn't. Her. She didn't want to leave. That was the big problem. She didn't, didn't want to leave. leave. You know, I, they was actually together. The rumors allegedly mm-hmm. they was actually seeing each other, and he didn't want to leave. She didn't want to leave, and mm-hmm. he and he did not want her to leave at all. So yeah. he decided to say he shut out the door of his car. Oh, to scared to stay in. Uh-huh. Oh, I got you. And then somehow it that's maybe, a pussy move. Yeah, I tell you. then we hit her yeah. off the leg, ricochet yeah. or something. Ricochet, and you cannot do that. Yeah, to you no can't one. do that. That's yeah. our queen right there. Uh, I tell you, she's yeah. up and coming too. Up and coming. Yeah, she has some beef too. Way back with uh, what, do you remember Carl Crawford, the baseball player? Well, he didn't want to pay her. Yeah, he didn't want to pay. Wanna, but I'm saying like, yeah. Well, she wanted out of the contract. I think what it was. It's a contract. Yeah, no but she wanted out. Yeah, I, I would too, because I think it was like it was like I think the whole issue was that uh, not only was uh, him giving him giving her little money, which she was just blowing up, that she was supposed to pay for her own videos, all the other um, like extras and people, all that was coming out of her pocket. So she's like, "You're giving me little money, hey, and then I happens. gotta pay for all of this." That's what happens. He didn't. Hey, it's a contract. It's a contract. At the end of the day, contracts mm-hmm. is a contract, and 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 I think uh, uh, he uh, strong armed one of our producers or something too. Oh, the producer strong armed him. Who knows? Uh, I don't know, but so like the whole point of it is that like she's gone through issues already, right? Yep. So she's up and coming, went past that, you know, making her way up, making great videos. You know, my fellas out there, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, making great videos, and then uh, for the shit to happen, you know, I hope she comes out good, and then and then uh, she's from Houston too. Houston, uh, yeah, I tell you the uh, body on the Houston. <laughs> I tell you, yeah, her, video, her video big right now with uh, Beyonce. That song. 
Oh, I didn't hear that one. I didn't, uh, the last one I saw was one with with her and Tiger. Yeah, that was a good one. Is a Beyonce one is the mm-hmm. number one, number one on there. The yeah. One of the best. Yeah, yeah. Anything with Beyonce touch yeah. is kind of. Yeah, but think everything with Beyonce, Jay Z has to approve. Oh yeah. So 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 like you know how good. I'm sure the music is good because Beyonce is talented as hell. We all know that. Oh yeah. But uh, whatever she's wearing, whatever the video is showing. Yo, Jay-Z approved it first. <laughs> Speaking of Beyonce, she about to release uh, Black is King. She just released a trailer. It's yeah. crazy. Oh, it's crazy. I love that song, Black Parade. Woo. That's one of the best songs I hear in a while. That's a uplifting for our black queens, I tell you. Black Parade is one of the best. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing. Is she, is, she, is Beyonce above Whitney Houston right now? That's like one of the Ooh. greatest black women out there. Aretha Franklin... No, as it in uh, record sales, Whitney Houston, her catalog is big. Her catalog is big. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Beyonce, could, as in popularity, probably, probably better. Yeah, that's because we're in the social media age. So I'll go with that. I'm talking about like in that um, Hall of Fame level of like right now, we, we'll agree on this, I think, 100%. That Jordan is the best basketball player of all time, right? I believe so. But LeBron, he's more productive, right? And Kawhi Leonard, I know he'll be in that mix too. They're more productive because they could do more than just, you know, take it to the whole, yeah. you know. Not saying nothing so, like that. So that's what I'm saying. Where Beyonce, she's more productive, right? Yep. She's out there. She's doing Super Bowl halftime shows. She's doing featured, right? Albums, here, concert, you know, movies, all of that, right? I hear you. And, but Whitney just did it in a level where it was like, yo, this chick is like right, like she's on top of the world in, in that, you know, but six, seven thing. years. Whitney Houston sold over 200 million records. Beyonce Damn. sold 100, over 100 million records. Now, that's crazy. Whitney Houston. But her, Houston, Whitney has that head start of like a good, what, 15 years at one this of point? Her, one of her records was sell crazy. Whitney uh, Houston is, is arguably one of the best. Yeah, the, the I Will Always Love You, The Bodyguard, right? Uh, well, The Bodyguard oh. was the movie that was also the soundtrack. The it's song the was yep. from that, right? Yeah, I Will Always Love You. That was from The Bodyguard soundtrack with, uh, I don't know if it's Kevin Cosmo. What? Definitely Whitney. I tell you, yeah, Whitney. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that, that that was my question, is that is Beyonce right now like above Whitney, you know? You know, I have to say popularity-wise, she'd probably be above Whitney, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. That Whitney Houston... Was twenty two million records sold, and when she went to Whitney, yeah. it's twenty million records yeah, sold. Yeah, yeah. Then she went to I'm Your Baby Tonight. That's yeah. ten million records yeah, sold. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Beyonce had that. No, I don't think so either. Beyonce no. never had that. No. I love her her songs. One when, when I get married, mm-hmm. Love on Top is going to be my you intro like song. That's I love try, that song. Yeah. yeah, I love that song. The other thing too, she also had the Destiny Child. Uh, you know, she had that little. Korea, not little, but, but I she think had that you, even if you combine so she, that, two, I don't two, think so. Two levels, you know, two, yeah. she had two lives. You know, she had. I mean, the only thing you can say with Whitney, her two lives were like was with Bobby Brown, right? You know, well, a lot of people common, as well. Bobby Brown tried to say that is really was her who's who started up. She's from North New Jersey, I tell you, and that was a that's a rough area. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they said it was really her that started, but everybody know Bobby Brown did something. Yeah, Bobby Brown, of course he did. You know, like, like you know, if, uh, I, I don't know, I mean, I don't know enough history about, like, different type of, like, like upbeat bands, but I think New Edition was around before. There was, like, New Kids on the Block and, you know, who's some of these other, like, white groups that were popular, right? There was New Kids on the Block, um, ba- Backstreet Boys and Sync, right? Yep. Before there was any of them, you had New Edition, right? Yep. You, you know, the eventually was Belle Biv DeVoe. Right, uh, um, then you have Boys to Men, so you had all these groups. So I would say Bobby Brown was part of a movement. He he was yeah. part of the movement. See, so, Back so, in the eighties, it was a lot of boy R and B groups. Mm-hmm. They was yeah, amazing. There was, there oh, was yeah. a lot of amazing. I mean, we're talking about post Motown, yeah, because there's a difference. I know Motown. You had more of that in studio. Yep. You know, older men, you know, doing that. Then you had, like, the young up-and-coming cats, like, hitting the streets and, you know, put on a show. And then when the 90s came along, there was a lot of boy groups. Mm -hmm. A lot of boy groups. And then, obviously, you have the single, like, the Ushers and the Worlds and things like that. Mm -hmm. Now, you can't never have a boy group at the moment. I don't think they can survive. (laughs) Right now, you cannot survive in a boys group. So, that's the other movement right now is that Mm -hmm. you can't have a boy group. Like, B2K, was Mm -hmm. they the last one? But right now, it's all about singles. Yeah. I don't think albums is really the, yeah. the play at the moment. Mm-hmm. Singles and co- concerts. Yeah. I'll tell you, what, what was the last concert you went to? Uh, shit, I don't know. I don't remember. Well, like I, uh, I, we already talked about this way back. 
When I was at 20 or 21, I brought my sister to a B2K concert <laughs> in Worcester. B2K. I, well, I, I'm the, you know, I was over 18. I had to bring them. So I, I, that, but that was Chaperone. <laughs> so I had to bring it to that. I remember that. And uh, Mario was there. Remember, remember Believe him? it or not, the first that, concert I ever went to, and you wouldn't even think of it, is, it's going to be Blink-182. Oh shit! The the three rockers, yeah, right? the, with Travis Barker. Travis Barker, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to. Yo, I want to trip. Did he survive a plane uh, crash? What are you talking about? He he survived a plane accident. Travis Barker did not survive a plane crash. Will, fellas, you, will you get to Travis Barker? Fellas, get on our Instagram right now. Travis Barker fellas, did not. He, by the time they go on yeah, Instagram, we're not going to yeah, see. Tell him. my Instagram tag right now so they can get on. No, it. the Travis Barker is a drummer. He didn't survive no plane crash. What are you talking about? No, first of all, Travis Barker is a drummer. He didn't drive a train clash. Okay. But yeah. I, I remember when I won tickets to us go Blink-182. Yeah. And, oh, actually, you know, now I'm thinking about it. It says something about a play crash. Oh, okay. Travis Barker were critically injured. Okay. All right. Now, oh, you stared me wrong. I'll tell you. Thank you, thank you. Thank now, he you. didn't die. He, he survived oh, no, he, it. No, because that's what, that's, that's, what, that's, that's a, what I'm saying. Wow. That he survived a plane crash. Jeez, like, usually, that's the people who really die from those type yo, of things. He it was Travis Barker and did, DJ AM. DJ, I think he died. Not in the plane oh, crash, right? Oh, Wasn't okay. it so, uh, overdose? Okay. I know he was in the live, but all right. So, but that's my point is that he survived it. But, yo, so yeah, they, they were huge. They were popular. They were, uh, you could pretty much say they were like that, that hybrid rock and roll with some pop, with some like, uh, you know, Beastie Boys mixed yep, to yep. it, you know? Yeah, I liked them. I liked it. It was a good concert. That was the last concert you went to? No, that was the last. The last concert I went to was two years ago on my birthday, Chris Brown concert. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, uh, was that in Connecticut? That was in oh, actually Mansfield. Mohegan Mansfield, Center? Massachusetts. All right. What it is was, that called? Is that the Tweeter Center? Is that? Yeah, it was the Tweeter Center. Okay, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was the Heartbreaking Hotel. It was a Heartbreak concert. That was mm-hmm. an amazing concert. Yeah, is that why you, uh, on episode two, and for those that haven't listened, go check it out, episode two. You uh you was telling us Chris Brown is better than Usher. I'm a big Chris Brown fan. Okay. No matter how you put it, I'm a big okay. Chris Brown fan. Okay. Uh, I don't like his his personality, mm-hmm. but I love his music. Uh, so it's funny. I like his personality. But actually. that concert, look how crazy yeah. that concert was. It was her, Black, and Chris Brown. And you know her. Mm-hmm. I, I love me some her. Mm-hmm. Her is one of the best. I tell you to do it at the moment. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. love her. But that was a good concert. Was you good. gotta you gotta get to that. Concert. So who who was uh the leading acting? Chris Brown. No, no, I'm saying like uh, not the lead, the first. Uh, I don't know. I think her like, wasn't I, big at the time. Her, yeah. It was black, then it was her, and then it was Chris okay, Brown. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Black, her, and then Chris like the, Brown. The, the, the main, like not the main artist, but like you have kind of like that warm-up act. It was black, okay, her, yeah. and then Chris Brown. Yeah, I got you. Chris Brown was going to be the lead. Chris yeah. Brown sells so many tickets for. He has to be. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, I figured that. Be well, lead. you said Chris Brown concert. Yeah, so her, figured, right? her, she wasn't as big mm-hmm. at the moment, but she was number two. Mm-hmm. She was definitely number two on there, so it was an amazing concert. Mm-hmm. It, I love that concert. I'm, I, you know what? He Chris Brown was actually supposed to be on the concert last year, and I, I missed him. Mm-hmm. So my top it's be wild to the, the next concert, one. Then. The next concert I want to go to is uh, it's Sam Smith. Mm-hmm. I want to go to Usher concert. Sam Smith, yeah. Sam Smith, Usher. I want to go to Jay Z concert. Mm-hmm. A fabulous. And Cameron Dipset. They're all not going to be in the same concert. Oh, they're not going to be in the same okay. concert. But I'm okay. talking about those are the yeah. five concerts. You said Cameron. You said Cameron. Cameron. Cameron's coming on. Cameron um, is doing music still. Isn't he running oh, like, yeah. all these businesses right now? No, he's doing music still. He just yeah. got an album. Purple Haze. Purple Haze too. How long was that? That, that was, was that was a couple of months ago. That was oh, last year actually. Uh, then I'm behind and I didn't see that. You don't know Purple Haze. That was actually like he's about to. He's going to have a couple months ago. Yeah, a couple months. It was like five six months ago. He had a concert coming up too. I'm seeing when his concert. It wasn't in. He posted. I know they canceled a lot of it. Mm-hmm. He got a lot of concerts in Canada. Oh, Connecticut, September nineteenth. Oh, that's that. That's the next Cameron one. Yep, and it's next, up, it's still uh, like ready. You can still buy tickets. It's is that available? Foxwoods? Yeah, is that Foxwoods? Oh, Fox Sep- Fox September nineteenth. Oh, you know what? I might have to go to that one. Yeah, we should wear our fellas' podcast t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. we should. We should. Yeah, okay, people will know what we're about. Fellas, as I said, follow us on Fellas Corner Podcast at Instagram. Follow us on Fellas Corner Podcast at Twitter as yeah. well. If you have any questions, DM me. Email email us too. Email as fellas well. Podcast we will at Gmail. I always want to have some input a lot of people what they want to go over as well. So email us, and your topic might be the next topic as well. Yeah, camera, September 19th. Oh, uh, you got Little Kim, The Locks, Little Nori. Kim. Yeah, Locks. Norris, September wow, 19th. Nori? No, I don't know why if I want to listen to Nori. Wow. But it's Nori. Nori had his thing. Yeah, He's going to have, that. like, yeah, I'm not going to say that, but it's... You know saying, like, uh, when, that when... 
like I I say Nori kind of introduced that rap reggae tone to grimy to, to us, right? Grimy. What, who is the um with Nori? It was a, a cap cap uh gr- grimy. Uh oh, Lumidy. Yeah. You talking Did about she, the, the the album that the other artist no, no, no. with Nori? Reggaeton was it uh, Lumi D? Uh, Looney Tunes, I think. Lumi D. I'm talking about the singer Lumi uh, D. I don't remember. Lu- uh oh, never lonely. That was one of the best. I used to love Lumi D. Lumi D was one of the best. It was like she only has one hit. Mm-hmm. Like uh oh, yeah, I remember the track. Yeah, that was yeah. a good song. And then they had those twins. Can't remember those. Oh two. yeah, the twins. Uh, it's not Aventura, right? No, not that is not reggaeton. That's a. That's, I'm trying to think. That that's the, nowhere near reggaeton. Yeah, <laughs> the, the the twins, the two dudes. I know you're talking about, right? The two girls. Uh, I'm thinking of these two dudes. Well, Lumidi was one of my favorites when it comes to reggaeton. All right, so that's it for our 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 podcast episode, fellas, fellas, fellas. Yeah, as I said before, follow us on Instagram, fellas corner podcast, and also follow us on Twitter. Bell's Corner Podcast. Now, love life, live life. See you later, okay?